Hello and welcome to Talkin' Trades, a weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and my favorite evil organization is The Rose. And I'm John, I'm a Marvel nut, and my favorite organization is Hydra. Welcome to Talkin' Trades. Why Hydra, John? I mean, it makes sense we're talking about them this week in this book, mm-hmm. but why Hydra specifically? There's so many great evil organizations out there. There actually are, uh, but the reason why I love Hydra is it's it's ar- archetypical. It's the gigantic, faceless evil organization that has millions and millions of minions. It can be it's it's uh, it's literally faceless. Their leader is just a skull. Mm-hmm. Gross. Uh, it's we got there. It can be used either as like a pushover, like whatever. Or a gigantic threat. It's very versatile in yeah. how it can be used. Uh, a lot of different people have tangled with it. Um, I got a one-shot Winter Soldier issue where it's like Christmas Eve, and he and a bunch of younger heroes like take down a Hydra cell because it wasn't like that big of a deal. Right. But in Secret Empire, they will find out Hydra is a big freaking deal. So it's just out of versatility. I love how like how archetypical it is, and you see them parodied heavily in like Venture Brothers. With the monarch, that whole thing is yeah. like just copying Hydra. So I, that's why I love Hydra. That's a good reason, not just they're neat. No, um, it's I like the rogues because they're neat. No, I like the, <laughs> I like the rogues because they're a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Now the rogues are the Flash's villains. That's Captain Cold. That is Boomerang. That is um, Trickster. Is he part of that? Sometimes it depends on the day. Uh, Reverse Flash sometimes. Um, Mirror Master. Um, a lot of it. It depends. The, like the main one, though, is Captain Cold. The the one cool thing I really like about the Rogues is that they have their own graveyard cemetery. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. Is that that's they, really they're, cool. They're a family. Yeah. They they got into it for the money, and they stay in it because they'll be darned if the Flash is going to make a fool of them. And they're really cool, and they're the interesting. Museum with its ivory tower. Yeah, they hate him yeah. as a as a thing, which is cool. And they've made him into their their number one enemy. They don't want to hurt people, and that's the other thing. They don't hurt people if they don't have to. It is only on accident, or it is because it's someone trying to hurt them. They'll hurt the Flash because they don't like the Flash, but they're not they're not evil. They just want success for them. And darn comes to whatever happens to the Flash who tries to stop them. And I don't really like them. Also, like, I'm partial to Flash. <laughs> so I like watching him take them down. Yeah. Because, like, they're the same thing. They can be used as, like, a, oh, my God, they are so strong. Or, eh, the Flash beat the rogues this week. Isn't that funny? It really depends. In other words, water wet. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but let's get into This Week in, in geek. geek. This Week in Geek. Uh, this Week in Geek, John. It's our first bit of news. We got Tim Drake news. Tim Drake, you may know him as Red Robin. You may know him as Robin. You may know him as the guy in Arkham City. That's what I know him as. He's got a shaved head in that one. He does. And a really cool poster where he's all white. With a really sick staff. That was really cool. Yeah. What's, what's interesting about him? He's got a new costume. And a new name. And a new name. He's going to be the Savior. And he looks like what, John? Like super dope Batman. Yeah. But like not Batman. Wink. He he looks like easily a member of the Bat family, but like not Batman. I like that Tim Drake's finally getting a thing that's not Robin. I like the colors. Silver, red, and black. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Which goes with kind of his like techie feel. He's always been like a tech guy. Mm. I like that. That could be interesting. Um, they just started this week, Wednesday the 3rd of January. They started uh, the Duke Thomas 
three-part uh, miniseries. So it's him being introduced, and he is the signal. Batman and the signal. Really cool. Looking forward to reading that. Um, newest member of the Bat family. So that'll be interesting to see Tim Drake as something other than Red Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, we have a wedding to announce. You may know this character as um, Kitty Pride, Alan Page. Also from that one game. Beyond Two Souls. That's the one. That's the one. And who looks suspiciously like Ellie, but it's not Ellie. It is not Ellie. She looks a lot. That girl <laughs> looks a lot like Ellen Page. Yeah, I think the Last of Us trailer came out really close to Beyond Two Souls. So everyone was like, like is that supposed to be? I did. I, I thought <laughs> yeah. that. I was like, well, that looks the same game. Um, she got married. Yay! To her longtime partner, whose name is... Emma... Emma Portner. Portner. Who was a dance teacher in New York was from uh, Ontario, and they announced their wedding with, they both had their hand with, their left hand with their rings on, on a white, like, field, and it says, I can't believe I get to call this extraordinary woman my wife. It's super cute, super minimalist, super tasteful, I, I really, really like it. it. I like the announcement. It was really nice. Uh, I like Ellen Page. I really liked her as Kitty Pride. I liked her as uh, Juno. I really liked her as Kitty Pride. She's great Kitty Pride. I always wanted her to have the dragon on her shoulder. And yeah. I hope they bring her back. I'm sure when they reboot, because it's inevitable. She's a really good Kitty Pryde. She's a good actress. Mm-hmm. I loved her in Juno. I know Juno's been done to death now, like with that snarky attitude. But when that first came out, that was a great movie, and she was really funny in it. Hamburger Phone Man. Yeah, like now it's like, oh my god, really? <laughs> but like when it came out, man, it was like the Citizen Kane of hipster movies. Like we get it now, but like no, man, no, no, no. It came that's out, Garden State. Pay respect where respect is due. Fair. I've never seen Garden State. Uh, I like it. Scrubs. That's my Zach Braff. <laughs> Scrubs. Um, what else you got, John? Uh, something I'm not super into. Slenderman trailer came out today. <laughs> super mediocre. Doesn't it? Look at these scary images. I'm not a fan of the horror genre as a whole. I will see a movie every now and again, especially if I've heard it's in, like, I saw, I went and saw it in the theater. Um, what'd you say? I know, we're not doing this joke again. <laughs> <laughs> Just daggers from my eyes. Uh, <laughs> but but it, it was like a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, I, I, I had to see, see it. That movie. Yeah, and, was, I, and I, Totally worth seeing in theater. It's really eight thousand percent. Yeah, and when it comes on Blu-ray in a month, I'm buying it. Yeah, it's available digitally now. Which it's it's a free one. I almost bought it. You're welcome, Sony. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, Stephen King. <laughs> but Slenderman, we watched the trailer. Uh, I don't know much about Slenderman in general, except that a person kids. was like horribly deluded into killing someone for in the name of two Slenderman. girls were deluded into kill two they didn't actually kill the other girl they just stabbed her see that's what i know like i don't know what times. what the the monster what Slenderman like does that doesn't make any sense to me because like I it's know, a, the art the, style is creepy the slender man mythology as far as i know please correct me if i'm wrong this is what i know there's the game slender where you collect his pages we didn't do research well, I know this part. I know this enough. The game where you collect his pages, and then there's Slender the Arrival, another game. But the actual Slender Man started when people just started... It was like a creepy passage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just made it up. No, I get it. But like, the mythology behind him is he kidnaps kids, and he takes them, and you don't know where they go. Assuming that's like his... He eats them. Like it's like life... Okay. He's, just, he's just a monster in the forest. That's all he is. Those girls, I don't know what they read or what they saw on the internet, but they were convinced that they had to kill this other girl for Slender Man. They're in jail now. Which yeah, is, I think their sentence got extended. It did. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still minors, and that's how like the judge was like, oh, absolutely not. Especially this internet culture. It makes yeah. super perfect sense. But the other girl, the third girl did live. She suffered traumatic injury, but... Physical this, and mental. This movie just looks... Like I run of the middle horror movie right now. 
it here's John and I said this. It has two choices. There is no middle ground. Great or terrible. That's it. That's it. That's how horrible. So you work. get, especially one based on an IP that a lot of people know. Yeah, it's going to be judged especially harshly. Yeah, like the Babadook could have been mediocre. That's yeah. I'm just going to bring up the Babadook. Like it, it's it's its own new IP. People did not have a recognition of it going into the movie, so they were able to judge it fairly. Slenderman. That's not, not going to be the case. Benefit, no. Yeah. I will hold off every bit of judgment until I see the movie because I am a horror buff. I love horror movies, so I will definitely see this movie. And I'm going to wait on that review because I am not a horror buff. It could be good. <laughs> it, it could be. No, good. it could be good. I'm not going to spend ten dollars going to go see it. You should come with me. I have that movie pass. <laughs> Just I'll be a free ticket. Maybe. Ooh, I think I got a thing that day. Actually. Hard oh look. Oh, oh. I didn't even tell you the day. Oh, oh I'm the oh, tournament. I'm busy. Oh my god, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> lighter news, John. What do you have? Spider people. What about them? They're changing. What are they doing? Uh, the name's getting changed. I'm so, so scared. The article I saw was for uh, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Currently, the book my is favorite Spider-Man. His favorite Spider-Man. Currently, the book is called Spider-Man. And he started in the Ultimate Universe. With Secret Wars, he came into the regular Marvel Universe. Because there was an Ultimate Universe, it died. Uh-huh. Uh, and, yeah, it's been Spider-Man ever since. And I know previous in the podcast, I said I must bear for comic shop owners who want to read Spider-Man. Hand this book. They're like, but that's not Parker. But you said Spider-Man. whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So, if you didn't understand what John just said, because he said that so fast. I'm sorry. Name recognition was an issue at the start of this. Uh, when Spider-Man and Spider-Man came out. Mm-hmm. That's all. So... After the current arc wraps up on 240, I on my poll list today, I picked up 236. So, like, we're getting there. And so I really number that high for Legacy, because usually it's, like, it should be at, like, 30-ish at the most. Yeah. Yeah, because it started at zero, or started at one, one after Secret Wars. Yeah. They jumped so two years would be 24. And they, jumped, right? they jumped up to the number after, yeah, that's if it's a monthly. Um, yeah. They jumped up to the number for Legacy, like... 290-something. Iron Fist was 170-something. They, they Black picked Panther up where they up. where they dropped off previously. It was a neat idea. It's neat. I still don't like it, but it's neat. Uh, so, after that, he's going to change his name. They haven't said what his name is going to be, but this article did give an option, which is Spy... Dash D. So we pronounce Spidey. Spidey. I'm glad they're going with that instead of Kid Rack. But it would be a little more like techy. So that's fine. Which is cool. And better then it also. Better than Kid Arachnid. And then, like in passing, this article mentioned that Spider Gwen is probably going to change her name as well, also. They're on 25, by the way, including annuals. Oh, yeah. See, it's not. Not that bad. Yeah. Such a good book. Oh, oh, and if you want to get the back issues right now, are very cheap. They're only a dollar ninety nine. I'm only five issues back then. That's good to know. I'm buying all the Spider Mans right now in my comics holiday, so I can read them. I'm not going to buy them now because I don't have any money, but they're going to be in my cart because I only have up to eleven, <laughs> and he's my favorite Spider Man. Oh, so good, uh, but yeah. So Spider Gwen, which makes sense to me that she would change her name because the mar- the characters in the comics can't really call her Spider Gwen. Yeah. That doesn't make much She's sense. She's Spider-Woman yeah. in the comics, but we already have a Spider-Woman, and I know she's on different Earth, but there's you could have a better But it's the same thing. You may as well. So uh, they posited that she would be named Ghost Spider. I don't like that. I don't like it, but the costume's pretty white. I don't like that at all. Um, I, I don't have a name. I honestly don't have a name yeah. for it, but 
I don't like Ghost Spider. I don't know that. I mean, the book could probably still be Spider. What about Black Widow? That's new. No one has that name yet. Have you heard of Nat? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Those little bugs? Natasha no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, I'm down for more brand recognition. Um, I'm still waiting for a male Spider Gwen hoodie. So, like, let's work on that. Another, like, another, another bug, as a, as a as a as a man, I don't get catered to enough. Oh I, I my to, god! I get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I am just like I know I, I I live in the majority, and I just don't get catered to enough. Get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that was a joke. These are the jokes, people. Uh, in much lighter news, Young Justice season two. And season one are beloved by fans. They're waiting for season three. We finally have a release date. Oh. Kind of. <laughs> Do you have a release window? Late 2018. This year? Yep, this year. That's great. That's cool. Uh, I have only seen a few episodes of Young Justice. I just know for a fact I'd like it because it's a DC property involving Nightwing and Kit Wally Wally Wally. Wally. And Batman. So, whole gang. It's like I'm in. <laughs> I'm in, in for Penny and for Penny at this point. Um, so I'm hoping that, one, I can watch seasons one and two eventually. Two, season three comes out and is very good. Because that'd be neato. Um, John, what do you got? That is what I got. I thought you one more thing. You're no. done? You had me do Slenderman and Spider People back to back. You're right. I did. Yeah. Why did I have you do that? I don't know. I don't know how your That's mind weird. works. I have one bit of news. More, not a, less, less news, but it's a what you reading. Hey, what you reading, John? What I'm reading right now is Batman. Obviously, the latest issue of Batman before this week. Batman, metal. Batman. Oh, the best part is Batman doesn't have anything to do with metal right now. It's its own thing. It is just living in this. Uh, Batman and Catwoman are going to get engaged. Which just now that I'm thinking about it, I hope that so... doesn't get retconned with metal. So is the regular Batman appearing in metal or not even kind of? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is in yeah? metal. Yeah, okay. But I don't know where this is fitting in the timeline. Probably after. Probably. They're probably just like, it's over. We're just, let's, let's. King. My guess is it's going to be this, this, um, Selena thing. Then yeah. metal will take place. The marriage. Then metal. Maybe. Man-wage. So, well, that'd be great. Like, issue 40 is like, wait. Metal, and then it's like, and then like, then forty one is like, and metal to over. be continued in issue one. Metal. Yeah, yeah, which is like already happened three months ago. Mm. Go back and get it. Double date. So Clark and Lois are like, are Lois is like you should have Batman over for like a date night, and we can meet Selena because he's getting he's engaged. So like, I want to meet this woman, and Clark's like, oh, I don't know, and like the whole in issue thirty six, they're like going back and forth, and they're like, ah, you call him. Uh, you call him. You call him. You they like won't call each other because they're stubborn, and they end up accidentally meeting up at a crime scene, like totally, like totally by accident. And uh, Lois is like, you must be a Catwoman. I'm Lois, and she's like, oh, nice to meet you. And like they start talking, and Batman, Superman defeat the bad guys. Like, all right, fine, we'll go on a date, double date. Issue thirty seven is called Double Date, and they go to this really nice carnival. It looked really fun. But it's superhero night, and you can't get in without wearing a superhero costume. And the guy goes, he's dressed up as one of the Wonder Twins. He goes, um, you can't get in. Who do you think you are, superheroes? And it's like, uh, yeah, this is Batman and Superman. So I guess. And uh, so they're like, all right, well, we, all right, let's go somewhere else. And Lois is like, no, I am so hungry. All I want to do is eat a corn dog. <laughs> 
And so uh, Selena's like, I have an idea. Why don't we put our costumes on? And they're like, well, no, we can't do that. Like, it's obvious that, like, he's Superman and I'm Batman in the costume. And they're like, I didn't say your costumes. You're going to switch. So Batman wears Superman's costume, and Superman wears Batman's costume, and it's hilarious. And when Superman's handing uh, Bruce the costume, like, the S stands for hope, (laughs) Batman goes, it's a bat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just a bat. It's so adorable. And they hang out, and they go to the batting cages, and they're crushing the balls. And Superman's like, I could just pitch to you. And Batman's like, no, that's not fair. I'd kill it. <laughs> and they go through this whole carnival, and it's just them talking. And a mugger actually steals Lois's purse. And Lois and Selena just start laughing. Because, like, do you know who... Do you know who our boyfriends are? Our fiancés? And so Batman takes a baseball and just throws it really casually, knocks the guy unconscious. It's great. The whole thing is so fun. And it ends, I won't spoil it, but it ends with Superman pitching to Batman. And that thing happens, and it's really awesome. And I just wanted to talk about how much I loved this issue so much that I think everyone should go out and read it. Even if you're not a Batman fan, this book is, this issue is so cute. Uh, Batman issue 37, double date. Get it? It's hilarious. I'm going to just, like, lend it out to friends. It's so funny. Um, but that's all I had for that. I just wanted to, like, share that. Yeah, by all means. It's a, it's a cute little story. I'll actually let you read it. It's very fun. But let's get into the pull list. Here's your pull list. This week on the pull list, we are reading Secret Empire, the Marvel summer event after the other Marvel civil event. Is real big. Summer event. Uh, so Secret Empire... Sandoff was like a spring event. Was it? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> this was summer, though, right? Yes. Okay. And fall, and I... A little bit of winter. <laughs> no, that was uh, Secret Wars that went into next year. Oh, that's right. This one did not, thankfully. Uh, Secret Empire is written by Nick Spencer. And now I have a lot of people's names <laughs> to read. Uh, Secret Empire number zero. Art done by Daniel Acuna. And prologue artist is Rod Rice. The free comic book day issue is... Drawn by Andrea Sorrentino. Number one, it's penciled by Steve McNiven, inked by Jay Lyston, and colored by Matthew Wilson. Number two and three, thank goodness, uh, art is done by Andrea Sorrentino with Rod Rice. Four and six, oh my goodness, are penciled by Lenlil Francis Yu, inked by Gary Allen Guillen, and colored by Sonny Joe and Java Taragi. Tara Tagila. Uh, five and seven are drawn by Andrea Sorrentino with Rod Rice. Captain America 25, which was personally my favorite art of the entire thing. Yeah, which refers to the Sam Wilson line, but it really does serve as both an issue in Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers, if you read it. Was d- drawn by Jesus Saez with Joe Bennett and Joe Pimentel, colored by Rachel Rosenberg. Eight was da- drawn by Daniel Acuna with Rod Rice. Rod Rice did a lot of work in this book. Number nine, Len Lil Francis Yu was our penciler. Gary Allen Guillen was our inker. And Sonny Joe was our artist for color. Number ten was drawn by Steve McNiven, inked by Jay Lyston, and colored by Matthew Wilson. And then we have Omega is drawn by Andrea Sorrentino with Joe Bennett. Letterers were VCs Travis Lanham, Joe Caramagna, Mark Brooks and Jesus Saez did the cover art, and that's all. Got through all the names. And if you're still with us, we appreciate you. Sorry. Uh, this event is huge. We want to give credit where credit's due. These people did a lot of work, and they did a very good job. Absolutely. I don't necessarily love all the art, I'm going to be honest, 
but it's it is still way better than I would ever do, and they deserve credit. Mm, I agree. Now that all that is done, let's talk about this book, John. Previously in Marvel, what happened? Because you have to know this stuff beforehand. You, there's some, yeah, there's some required reading in this. Uh, there was the Pleasant Hill event, which was. Did we cover on this podcast? No, we never did. Um, which Maria Hill has a super prison where she deludes people into criminals into believing they're like Joe the. I don't baker. know. Baker. The yeah, the baker. And there's go about small town like fifties Americana lives. It's a super prison trapped inside Leave It to Beaver. Yeah. And it's done using a cosmic cube that has become sentient named Kobik to do this illusion. And it all She's a little girl. She's a little girl. And it all goes to, to poop. And Maria Hill is tried for it and she's found guilty and she's removed from Shield. Who um, should take over? Kobik runs away and um that doesn't happen during uh, so that was there. Is that all we need to know beforehand? I think so. Kobik is a person now. Kobik is girl. a person. Maria Hill and now. okay, and in that, um, Captain Steve Rogers was old and frail, and he was he had a conversation with Kobik at the bowling alley, and Kobik brought him back to be younger again, mm-hmm. and everything was going great. Yep, and. It was revealed in Steve Rogers' Captain America that... Which was the new ongoing Captain America book. Yes, that came out right after Standoff. You may know it Standoff, not Pleasant Hill. Standoff is the name of the issue. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Which most people may know as the issue where Steve Rogers is revealed as a Hydra agent. Mm -hmm. That continued till now. This is the culmination of that whole arc. So Cap is a Nazi Hydra thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is the arc where we find out why and what happens yep. and how it's resolved. Sam Wilson, meanwhile, is also being Captain America, even though he and Steve have a public fallout. Uh, there's a whole movement in his book, Hashtag Take Back the Shield. Sam Wilson's Captain America. What a good book. Underrated. I love that book. Um, currently, it's Falcon, which I've yet to read. But I read all of Sam Wilson Captain. It's so good. He's back to being Falcon? Yeah. Whatever happened to other Falcon? Joaquin Phoenix? I don't know. What? His name's Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. He's Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. No, he's not Joaquin Phoenix. No, it's not. Joaquin Torres. Thank you. I was thinking you were making a joke, but you were like really into the joke. Wow. I'm tired. I can tell, buddy. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Secret Empire. The aptly named Secret Empire. It opens up. We're not going to... We cannot do... We cannot do issue by issue. We're going to skip a lot of stuff. Because this, this is... is because, okay, the event was like summer event, right? Like eight issues? Nay, nay. Cool. Now there's zero issue. Cool. Free comic book day. Extend to nine. Extend to ten. Also, this issue of of uh, Sam Wilson Cap is like part of it. There's one issue of Secret Empire that starts with, if you haven't read Captain America 25, go read it. Come back. Oh, and now we're going to do an Omega. And there's an Omega. So there's just too much... <laughs> It's, it's too big. It's 518 <laughs> pages usually, on comicsology. Usually books we do are between 150 and 210. 210 Ish. is like, like Dark Phoenix Saga was like two. We're like, wow, this is a lot. Can we do this on the podcast? Yeah. The so, only reason we got to do this one is because I am currently on vacation. And I had already read it myself it in is my the, own time. It is the <laughs> only time we could have ever done this book. Yeah. Thank God it just came out in trade. Which, yeah. by the way, pick it up if you like Captain America. It, or, you like or if Spy you're even thrillers. curious about the story, because it is a very good story. It is a very good story. It is not necessarily my trash, because this book, it just screams Jonathan's trash. So loudly. So, <laughs> so, so loudly. good. So, let's get into it. Obviously, spoiler alert, 
because we're going to just go from the... Yeah, I mean, we don't spoil it or everything. I agree. We don't spoil it or everything. But with this case, normally we go panel by panel. So if people are like, oh, I've read up to this book. I can stop here. You're not getting that luxury today. True. You are, this, we are going to do the whole book now. So this is your one and only spoiler on a pull list for a comic. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You've been spoiled. So here we go. Here's the whole book. Um... At, obviously, at the end of the day, Cap is not a Nazi. Like, let's just get that out right <laughs> off the open. <laughs> That's like, why it was it was heavily controversial because people were like, mm, I don't know, I don't World know. World War Two. Now he's a Nazi. Wait, they were like controversial because they like ended and it like resolved. Because no, because no, no, no. When, oh. it, when it was first revealed, the Cap oh, was Hydra for sure. Which I had spoiled for me. And I was so bitter about it. You really were for like two months. <laughs> You're still not thrilled. <laughs> I'm with, not like, over it. The internet. <laughs> no. Which like the internet's a horrible place to begin. Like with, with comics, because it comes out every week. Like give everyone, I don't know, forty-eight hours. Yeah, supposed to Friday to take the book, go home and read it. Friday. That's the day you should Because I was out for breakfast the day of release when I had yeah, spoiled when, for me. And I'm like, Wednesday. that's impossible. Yeah. And like, <laughs> the comic store hadn't opened yet. Yeah. I could not have picked it up and read it. You it, it was infuriating me. You could have done digital. Yeah, but I want to support Lego Business. But Jonathan, you could have done digital. I want to support Lego Business. But that, you could have done that at all. But I like having it. It's nice. John, I am clearly on your side. <laughs> but. So, uh, Cap's not Cap is Hydra. And the. The common green populace knows it, but the characters in the Marvel Universe do not know it. It is not public We're knowledge. the omniscient narrators. It's dramatic ironing. I'm going to let that joke just sit there. <laughs> and it's done. So Cap is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. It is no longer Maria S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, because she got kicked Maria out Hill. for her, her crimes with, with Pleasant Hill Pleasant and Hill, Standoff. Maria Hill. Oh my god, I, I just got, got that. <laughs> um, so, Steve Rogers is currently director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, what's also been set up, I don't know if we've said this before, and I just thought of this. Um, because of all the stuff happening in space, and because of like the Civil War II event, which happened, um, one, there is now a, they're developed, Carol Danvers... A.K.A. Miss Marvel is developing Captain Marvel. Marvel. Sorry, is developing this space shield, a physical shield to go around the planet. It will prevent things from getting in or out without this shield being lowered. Yes, the other and, thing, and that's that, a big deal. Which, if I thought was a kind of a neat callback, because that's what Iron Man wanted to do in Age of Ultron. Yes, which I thought was kind of cool in the movie. I haven't read the actual Age of Ultron. I heard it wasn't the best. Anyway, Joss Whedon liked the title. Yeah, that's why I took it. That's fine. Uh, and the other thing is there's a prophecy, because the whole thing with Civil War II was there's this new um, inhuman called, named Ulysses who can predict a rather accurate outcome of the future. <laughs> that's what it is. At the end of the, at the, end of the event, that's yeah, what it is. Absolutely. Uh, and there's a whole thing Well, the reason of, it doesn't come true is because of the Cosmic Cube. Yeah, but that's why it's not like definitely possible. That's why it's... More than likely. Ulysses, that was such a boring art. Civil War Two sucked. It started really great. And it just and didn't end out. Just, this is how Civil I was War II like, ends, not with a bang, yeah. but with a whimper. I was, like, reading popcorn and, and reading, eating popcorn and reading it because, like, Steve, Hyd- or Steve, Steve is Hydra, and, like, no one in that, that book knows it. And he's just stirring the pot. Yeah. yeah. So like all the Rogers issues that happened during it is he's like reporting back to Red Skull and he's like, I'm just stirring the pot. You want to make each other's throats, they're at each other's throats. And I'm like, ooh. Sweet. It was really cool. But there's this prophecy. This dense yeah, there's this prophecy of Miles Morales killing Steve Rogers on Capitol Hill. Yes. So he has that in the back of his head the whole time. Actually, what he ends up doing is um, 
later on in the book, he has Steve dead to rights in his hand, and he decides not let's, to kill Steve. I mean, just just that's the culmination of that. Just in case like, we don't touch on it. Okay, so a couple of so plots we got going on. The Dark Sector... Hasn't happened yet. We haven't talked about it. Are you talking about it yet? No, we, ta- we thought we were talking about it, and then it wasn't recording. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So the, on this strange day, so we'll the, call it there's a, day. There's a three-pronged attack, and these are the very well-laid plans of Hydra coming to fruition at once. So it's a three-pronged attack. There's a dark sector, which covers most of New York City. Thanks to Blackout. If you know anything about Marvel, that's where almost everyone is. Yep. Uh, there is a Chitauri invasion headed for Earth, and a gigantic one. Big ones. Huge. You may know Chitauri's from the Avenger movie. Yeah. Those exact aliens are en masse coming for Earth. And then Hydra is attacking the White House. They're bringing a ground force, and they're bringing these, like, weird tentacle... Blimps. Yeah, like Zeppelin things. And they're attacking it. So in this time, Rogers is director of S.H.I.E.L.D. In the Marvel Universe, Rogers is more than a character, more than a hero. He's a paragon. He stands for all that is good. He stands for all that is just. So no much so, one is more trustworthy than Steve Rogers. Yeah, so much so that there is a law in place that the president or the general, like generals leading the president's army, have the right to relinquish all power as commander in chief to the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. The head of S.H.I.E.L.D. being Cap, they have no issue doing this. They are saying, Cap, take us out of this. Yeah, they're like, we have no, we're out of our element here. You take care of this. And he's like, he plays this card of like, I mean, if you want, I don't want this Are power, sure but like, if you want this? it, that's fine. Make sure you know you're doing this. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're Steve Rogers. And he's like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just reminding you, you asked for this. So that Hydra. Uh, the, New York is in blackout. The Carol Shield is put online, which leaves locked out Captain Marvel and Alpha Flight. Most of the. Uh, Ultimates. Yeah, except and for all the Guardians and Black Panther. Yeah. With by Guardians. <laughs> uh-huh. So they're they're all trapped in space. They can't get home. They're the whole the whole space plot is they're running more and more out of food, more and more out of resources, and they can't survive because the invasion keeps becoming each wave is larger and their waves are more frequent. And that's the entire story in space. Yes. The blackout, the entire story is you can't get in or out. There's very few rations. Uh, there's some cool stuff with Kingpin and Cloak and Dagger, but it's largely its standalone thing, not thing really space, related. Space, yeah. 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 So those are two plots that, and that's kind of how they are. Space will come back and we'll They'd get They'd be really later. nice spinoff issues. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in this book I would like to take and put it in its own little spin And that's thing. why I think it went from like one to eight, to zero to eight, three comic book to eight, to, to zero to nine, to zero to like ten, for, to zero I, to Omega. I would like for what we read to be an omnibus. Mm-hmm. Not the, this is what happened. Not the trade. Not Yeah, not the backbone. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. Well, there's a lot of story to tell. Too much story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not, ba- it's not bad, Bad Imagination. It's just a it's lot. Huge. It's huge. Lo- I loved every second of it, but it's huge. Oh, I believe you did. This is your trash. So, what you see after that is a lot of... So now Hydra is come to the surface. Hydra's very open. They're teaching kids to go hail Hydra in school. Yep. Teaching everyone about the ideals of Hydra. If you are strange, like inhuman, you are put Inhumans in a have to camp. register immediately. And if you're not, you're in a camp. Yep. Uh, mutants, they what you learn in Steve Rogers' Captain America is he made a deal with Emma Frost, who's the current leader of the mutants, to relocate to New Tyant, which is California. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but no, we're not going to do that. And he goes, listen, Hydra could kill you all now. 
or you could do this. I'm doing this as a favor. Yeah, Cap, for as much as he's like a bad guy in this book, in his mind, that, that's what's so messed up is that he, Hydra Cap, further to here be referred to as Hydra Cap, feels he's doing the right thing, which is way scarier than mm-hmm. I want to kill everybody. Red Skull's scary because he's a bad guy. Yeah. Steve Rogers... Hydra Cap is scary because he thinks it's the right thing to do. Because Kobik has rewritten him, believing that he grew up in Hydra. Hydra found him as a kid. Hydra recruited him before the Americans. And Zola actually turned him into the super soldier. And they won the war. Mm-hmm. But the Americans used but, the key yeah. to erase it. Yeah, That's they, they altered history. Which is scary. It's, it's really scary. It is. Because it's... The enemy that I'm scared of is the one who thinks he's right. Mm-hmm. Like I can deal, I can deal with a Loki who's just like oh, I'm just I'm crazy. I like having fun. Or I can deal with a Joker who's just crazy. Joker, yeah. Or a Malekith who's like I want to rule. Mm. This guy thinks he's right, and it's super messed up. And he'll do anything to make sure that he knows he's right, including kill people like Rick Jones, who he straight up just murders. Mm. He doesn't. You're right. He has murders. Nope. Yeah, it's a firing Madam Hydra makes the call. Oh, yeah. But like he Rogers did, can't do but it. But like he lets it happen. That's messed up. Because he thinks he's he's doing what's best for the world. Yeah. Ugh. Messed up. So scary. So the world is entirely different now. And there's MacGuffins. Yeah. So a Cosmic Cube did this, the one from Standoff, Kobik. And they're going after these shards of the Cosmic Cube yep. to rebuild the Cosmic Cube. Roger's plan, or Hydra Cap's plan, is to bring everything back the way it was, including every, bring everyone back who had died because of this. Including Rick Jones. Including, yeah, Rick Jones. Poor Rick Jones. Uh, meanwhile, the Resistance, the Underground, they're after these shards. Which Same is, shards. What a, what a cool name. Mm-hmm. Led by Tony. It's not very like original, but it's super cool. Led by Tony, not Tony. You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. So, Tony, at the end of Civil War Two was put into, like, a stasis. He's not dead, but he's definitely not alive. And that's currently getting resolved. Actively right now? Yeah, the current arc is called The Search for Tony Stark. Cool. So he's not dead, but, like, he's definitely not able to, like, do stuff. So uh, the way they still have Tony in this book is he downloaded his actual consciousness into an AI simulation, essentially. And this simulation is what they call the drunk. Because it is all of the best parts of Tony with a lot of the worst which is that alcoholism, which is that... Obviously, he's a computer program, doesn't actually drink, but he just... He's angry. He's prone to quick bursts of right. anger. It's simulation right. runs that he would do these actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the But the way you get to have Tony in this book is you have this simulation who would do exactly what Tony would do in one of his old suits, yep. which is a really cool way of having Tony in the book. Because you want you need to have Tony in this book. Like he's he's Cap's foil. They, they're perfect <laughs> for each other. They're totally meant to be. Yep. They're Batman and Superman in this in this universe. Mm-hmm. They're great. So you get to have Tony. And that's really cool. Um, the underground also has the champions, which notably in this book is Miles Morales, totally awesome Hulk, totally awesome Hulk, Nadia, um, all new Wasp, which is Nadia, who I didn't know this, and I feel like the book did a very poor job explaining it. Was also in the Red Room, which is the same place that Black Widow's from. That's yeah, a really interesting story. It's done in all new Avengers. Neat. I would have really liked to have seen it in this. <laughs> I would just, I just like to have known. Like, I, I, I guess I didn't need it thrown in my face, but you could have mentioned it before issue seven. 
where it's like, where she's like, I don't want to be a killer again. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're the wasp. You're like a little, like a small girl. Who have you killed? And it's like, oh, she was in the red room. Oh, how am I supposed to know that? You were supposed to read. I'm like, I don't want required reading. You should spend more money, Jeremy. Apparently. <laughs> I own the issues. Yeah. Because of Alex Ross yeah, doing art. That's, you, have the, you have the books. I just haven't read it. I just, after the Nova stuff, I didn't care. No, that uh, arc was not good. Ooh, don't not read good. all new different Avengers volume three. One and two are fine. It's done now. It's over. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's the underground. And they're going, they actually split off. So what bit. they're up against is they have Hydra Cap slash Hydra Supreme. He's referred to as Hydra Supreme largely. With um, a lot of really cool costumes. Oh, I love his costume so like, much. I like, want Pops so bad. It's it never going to happen. M. Bison style looking mm-hmm. clothes. That's cool. It's uh, in the green and yellow. It's so cool. So he's him with Madam Hydra who in Steve Rogers' Captain America is a his essentially his like mother figure she throughout his childhood as after his mom died when he was a little kid and yeah and she died. like low key had him had her killed um it's like a whole thing what no way yeah hydra does stuff behind mother people's backs <laughs> yeah it's a whole thing I'm so surprised uh so <laughs> that's madam it's the new madam hydra and the hydra council which is stereotypical uh zemo a lot of villains. Zemo, by the way, currently is like High Stream's like best bro, and yeah, it was weird. Yeah, he's like, it. "Oh, helmet, I missed you," and it's like, "What?" <laughs> and he's he's like, "Something's going on here," but he just rolls with it the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just really weird. Uh, Hydra Supreme can lift Mjolnir, which was a whole mess. Which I want to jump right to this now. In my notes, I put Mjolnir was a Nazi the whole time. <laughs> You, at the end of the book, find out that it... It was under a spell. It was enchanted. Because Kobik rewrote everything. Yeah, and Mjolnir, at at the time he lifted it, Thor, um, Thor was, like, off trapped in a dimension, and she comes back. But at the time when uh, Hydra Supreme held the hammer, it read, whoever is the strongest is worthy of Hydra. Which... Yeah. So it, it, the enchantment was changed. So Hydra Cap could lift Hydra Mjolnir. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness he's not actually worthy. Uh, exactly. There's also the Mjolnir Hydra Avengers. The I just want to talk about the Hydra Avengers really quick because they're super sweet. Oh, yes. You have Unworthy Thor, Odin's son. Again, I'm so happy that his at the end of the book. Go ahead. Uh, Unworthy Thor, you have Vision, whose AI is a little messed up, and that was set up also in All New Avengers. Uh, you have Scarlet Witch. You have... Infamous Iron Man, which is Doom. And then you have my favorite. Doom. The boy. Oh, I want to guess who it is. It's, um, <laughs> it's, um, it's, um, who is it? Superior Octopus. It's so sick. It's, it's like the, the Iron Spider thing ever. But it's Hydra Iron Spider. It's so cool. I love now, it so much. Whose body is it? It is. Did they ever say? Is it a robot? So they never got that far in Captain America in, uh, okay. in, in Amazing, so I don't know. I just I'm I'm that far behind on Amazing Spider-Man, dude. I'm that far behind on Black Panther. It's so, so far. Like, I get it. I'm and I was too busy with this all summer. Spider-Man, <laughs> man. I haven't read any of Miles. You know how bad that makes me feel. It's not so that bad. Because like I'll get there. The book is so good. Uh, I want to. Um, I guess I already talked about it. I mean, we re- we're recording this first, but hopefully I'll remember to have talked about. Uh, issue 37 of Batman in the pull list. Just write it down. Under the twig. Write down and cut it. I'm going to. I'm going to keep this in. All right. 
This is a glimpse into the behind the scenes. <laughs> Keep talking, Dan. <laughs> okay, so, so that's what that's what everyone's up against. That's what that's how bad the odds are stacked. Mm-hmm. Hydra has significantly more resources and manpower to go track down these cubes, these fragments. Yeah. Than the underground does. So, the underground devise a plan. Black Widow realizes if this is Steve Rogers, if this is the real Steve Rogers, he would much rather him be taken out than used in this way by Hydra. Absolutely. And that's like a no-brainer. Yeah. So, and if it's not the real Steve Rogers... Then it doesn't matter. He has committed these horrible war crimes. Some people have died. The only way to take him out is to take him out. It's pretty fair. I get it. So she establishes a new Red Room and has the champions in it to train them how to kill Captain America. Yes. The other side in the underground. So the underground splits into two people. That's you have Nat's plan and you have Hawkeye's plan. The less killy plan. Because Hawkeye and Nat were like together at this point, and now they're not. Mm-hmm. So Hawkeye takes Tony. I'm, I'm just gonna call him Tony. He takes Tony. Takes Hercules. Takes Bobby Morse, who is Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Thank you, Morse, and takes. Uh, runny Quicksilver. <laughs> runny. I'm, I almost said Flash. <laughs> Quicksilver to try to find the fragments because Tony says, I found this thing that'll help us find the oh, Yeah, he's like, I, I got this device. So the next fragment's here. Because Rick Jones had sent them information that says, listen, it's not really Tony. Find the cube. It's not really Cap. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tony, it's not really Cap. Find the cube. You can reverse it. So Tony's like, huh, okay, I'm going to find the cube fragments. Turns out he doesn't actually have that machine. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't tell anybody that. Yeah. He just goes with his best hunches. You and can't, they're all you, wrong. You don't want to extinguish hope. They're all wrong. He does. He, they get two fragments and that's it. Yep. And then Black Panther's mm-hmm. like, get out. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Um, yeah. So. So you have this, this. Those are the two plans. Kill Cap. Save Cap. What's going to happen? I don't know. There's a bunch of the MacGuffin hunt between Cap trying to find the fragments and Tony's team trying to find the fragments, all while Nat is trying to kill, or planning to kill yeah. Steve. Our favorite part of the hunt is when Pim shows up, Hank Pym. Oh my god, that was so cool. It's such a cool scene. It's my favorite part of the book. It's really cool. So Pim is not just Pim, he's half Ultron. Yes. Now what's interesting about that is he... He has like merged with Ultron. He created Ultron. Yes. And what you find out is that... They're all saying this isn't Pym, it's Ultron pretending to be Pym. Turns out it's actually Pym subduing Ultron from within. Mm-hmm. He's able to kind of control Ultron. And he sits the original Avengers down for this, like, meal. Because, he, yeah, he's like, look what the Avengers have become. This isn't the good old days. The Avengers were a family. This is not a family. So nay, he sits nay. them all for a genuine family meal. And he's, like, kind of serious. Mm-hmm. He's like, whatever happened? When did this stop? And a move that I'm surprised Marvel made was Tony going, I'll tell you when this stopped, Hank. This stopped when you beat your wife. Which, then Hank made a point that I, like, really, like, didn't resonate with because I've never hit a woman, or early anybody for that matter. I don't ever hit people. I'm scared of it. <laughs> um, he says, you guys, Tony, you did this and this and this, and you've done this and this and this and this, and 
I have done all this good and I make one mistake. Granted, it was a horrible mistake that I've never stopped regretting and I've tried to make amends for it, but you never let me live it down. That's a fair point. It, you, yes, no, you're never going to live it down. You can't do that. Nope. But he's trying to seek redemption, so at least he's on the right path. You will never be forgiven, but you can be a better person afterwards. You can make a mistake and make amends. No one's ever going to forget it, but you can do or it. Or get you, you like, lay off the hook for it, for sure. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. And Janet especially should never, ever talk to you again. But that was an interesting point. Mm-hmm. I liked that. It, that. That issue was really good. It made Hank a real... Because I've hated Hank ever since... Ever. Ever since I found... <laughs> I didn't know he beat his wife until quite recently. I Really, until the Ant-Man movie came out. Because I, I didn't care about Ant-Man. I when I it. found out about that, I was like, oh, I'm never going to read this character. I hate this character. I still am not a fan... But Lang not, is really cool, and, the, and I like Lang. Lang is really cool. Yeah, but Hank Pym, that really I liked that scene a lot. Mm-hmm. It was him. It was basically the Marvel Universe apologizing for it and saying, "We understand we're never going to be forgiven for having this happen." You know, we're, like you're never, I you're like never that they like brought it in the open. Yeah, and didn't just dance around the issue. No, nope, it was boom. I liked that a lot. It was a really good issue. In the end, though, Ultron slash Pym decides to give his fragment that he has to the underground because he believes neither side should have a leg up on the other. Yep. So he kind of tries to even things out a little bit. And everyone's allowed to go home. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how they get that one fragment. That's our favorite part of the of that plot. By far. So like the book continues for quite a while. At some point though, we start to get these excerpts uh from some other place, some like wooded area. Mm-hmm. And there's like this unknown woman she's like dying and then this like burly man comes up to help her and she's like who are you and he goes i'm i'm just my name is steve rogers i'm just trying to get home no he knows he's steve rogers yeah he doesn't know anything about his yeah he doesn't know what's going on and the more this plot develops he runs into someone who is uh i don't believe they're called by name but they're very clearly supposed to be sam wilson and bucky barnes yeah and the three of them continue on this path. They're just trying to find a way home, trying to find a way out. They don't know that they know each other. They, just they don't know, know anything. They just know they like each other. Yeah. They're run-ins with Red Skull. They asked him where they are. Red Skull said, you're in hell and you're going to get tortured and this is the worst. But I'm going to let you go. I'm going to kill you, Steve, and let you go and let you move on from this hell. Yep. It all turns out, and it's not hell, it is Kobik's mind. Kobik brought... This Steve, when she created the new Steve, the evil Hydra Steve, and she kept this one in She the- didn't eliminate or rewrite him. She put him in... Because it's Cosmic Cube, we can do anything. She put him in her mind. And she made an entirely new Steve with a new history, with new memories. Yep. So not only is he Hydra, he 100% is Hydra. He is like... Yes. It's almost like they plucked him from the universe, where that was... He was Kinda, Hydra yeah. the whole time. It's an it's it's like a like a like an Earth X. It's a marvelly way of doing it. Yeah. Um. And so that's where Steve is. So the woman was Sharon Carter, his mm. love. Um, his friends were Bucky and Sam. Sam. It's never said, but like it's pretty obvious. Um. Well, it is. It is said. Oh, it is. It is straight up said. Okay. Um. And they, they don't say it. They show a picture. And he's like, well, I knew those people, and then it's like shows him fighting alongside us. It's 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 done really cool in an mm. artsy way. And so he's like, Kobik, you've got to, like, I'm starting to, I remember everything now. You've got to, like, get me out of here. And so. Meanwhile. We'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll circle back. The MacGuffin hunt is happening. 
Steve. He takes him to Wakanda, takes him to Atlantis. He gets almost all of the cubes but one. The only, the big section that they do get comes from uh, an inhuman who named Barf, who can literally throw up things yep. that he vision. It's stupid. I hate the inhuman so much. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. It's so dumb. <laughs> and like, I am willing to suspend my belief in comic books. Clearly, Batman would never work. I know this. <laughs> the Lantern Corps, it's just light. I get it. But this is dumb. This is really dumb. In the grand scheme of Marvel books, I have never said, really? I, I haven't. Except for maybe um, the Nighthawk book. That's because the Nighthawk book wasn't very good. I was li- I was reading the book. I go, really? That's how they're gonna get their own section I mean, of the cosmic this is, cube. This is a uh, not a comic, but like Marvel has published a book called "The Worst X Man Ever," whose power is to explode one time and then die. Right. So but like, it's clearly not a meta joke. This was not meta. This was a major plot point of how they're gonna beat Hydra Cap, and it's so dumb. <laughs> and it's so dumb. <laughs> anyway. We're getting long in this book. Let's jump right to the end. Or not the end. Let's jump towards the end. Let's wrap up these plots. The underground loses their plot. They don't win. (laughs) They don't win their thing. In fact, they get to so screwed over that where they're they're hiding, their underground base, gets attacked by Hydra. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they all get blown up. Well, a lot of them get blown up. Yeah, it's it's not great. Space realizes the Chitauri are coming because they're searching for Chitauri eggs that are on Earth. That Hydra orchestrated this if whole invasion plan. they could just plan. get through, they could destroy the eggs and no more Chitauri. Yep. They, spoiler, they eventually do get they through. They get through, Carol flies down, grabs them, brings them to space, oh, and is like, up. she blows them up. She blows them up. Because if there's no scent, they I won't come. Uh uh-huh. Clever. I read this book a while ago, sorry. I read it today. I finished <laughs> it today. It is, it is January 3rd. I started December 29th. This book took, granted, I took a lot of You, notes. like, slept. Yeah, and I uh, and I, I messed up my ankle. Yeah, had a big week. You got stuff going on. Had a big week. Um, anyway, the space thing resolves itself. Space is resolved. They're gonna come. At, they're gonna come at the end. The uh, underground stuff. Most of them are blown up. Matt so they're yeah. So killed. Hydra is like giving a. Hydra's Supreme is giving a speech, and Nat's gonna try and take him out. The cover of I think seven has her with like a sniper rifle. Yes, it's super sweet. She Before is just going to take him out. She brings the champions with. She leaves Morales in a Hulk-proof tra- uh, like carrier something. Um, like a truck. Be- like a truck. Why? Because of the prophecy that he will kill Captain America. She doesn't want him to be a killer. She, wants she would much stay. rather kill herself. She wants him to stay pure and like stay keep that innocence. Which, which is I love. so sweet. It is. Which, how can you not love Miles? Everyone loves Miles. He's so great. Best, best Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Best Spider-Man. Uh, Nat's plan doesn't go so hot, and Cap gets her in the neck. Uh, which I was so done. That's the most real way to die. Yeah. She just gets hit in the neck with a shield, mm-hmm. and it just it's just straight up. Boom. That's like Gwen Stacy level of like, oh, that's real. Like it wasn't a cosmic laser. It wasn't like a. Uh, uh, a magical staff. No, a thing hit her with blunt force in the neck and killed her. Yeah. Oh. So Miles then approaches uh, Hydra Supreme, and they have a fight, and Miles is wins that fight so hard, just short of kills him, pummeling him, grabs the shield up, is about to like have the prophecy come true, when all of a sudden uh, Nadia the Wasp comes up and is like, "Listen, 
Nat wouldn't want this. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Absolutely. So he does kind of what Steve did in the Civil War movie. He's just like, with force, put the shield down, and then leave. He leaves them. Uh, they all get arrested. Oh, yeah, all absolutely. The are arrested. Absolutely. Um, you later find out that the reason that Miles didn't kill him was because Steve had a piece of the Cosmic Cube in his hand. Mm-hmm. And the Cosmic Cube has alternate, or can alter reality. Yeah, so the prophecy was fine, but... The prophecy would have happened, yep. except for the cube. Um, so they're all arrested. The underground gets, is like... They use they get their cube piece from Barf, which is just so dumb. And Tony's like, "Hey, did you know this thing can alter reality? I know because I have a birthday cake. Whole subplot doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a whole mess. Uh, but he finds out that it can alter reality. Yeah, very small bits, but it can. So they have a plan. Meanwhile, Sam Wilson's out in the desert with them. Well, first he just is out there because yeah, he and he's he like take, he's, he's like taking a long desert break. His book is very stressful and real and then he suddenly gets back civilization gets signal and is like what's going on now what's happening with cap no yeah. no he bring no that was way at the beginning of the before Secret yeah but we haven't talked about him at all yeah but at the point where we're at he's he's joining with the underground yeah we didn't so like, that's what gets so, in there I, I i just think your transition was could use some work john you need to go to jeremy's transition school Looping back before all this starts, Sam is in the desert. He does hear about all this, and he has begun an underground railroad of sorts for anybody to get out of the country. Mm-hmm. He's actually the one who brings them all to Hank Pym, unbeknownst to him at first, and he gets them out. And he's the one who's like taking them to find the bits, the cu- the cube pieces. He now, when they find out that the cube can alter reality, he gives the best speech ever, a very impassioned speech. That rallies all the troops, and he's going to help them take down Captain America, Captain Hydra, and save the real t- Steve. His speech is up there with the eulogy at Rhodey's funeral, Ugh. which is so good. I can't even imagine it being like said out loud. It's it's a rough book. I'll bet. <laughs> oh, I bet. It's a rough book. So you have the underground are now going with their cube to Tony, or to Steve. The Nats people, Nats dead, Nats people are locked up in jail. Mm-hmm. Space people are still up in space at this time, Yeah, and you have the people in New York are still stuck with the with blackout. blackout. Tony's group breaks the heroes out of jail. That's number one. Gets all the heroes out. They use it, they, uh, the people in space destroy the shield, they come down. So we had the people out of jail coming. We had the space people coming. The uh, Maria Hill, who has been in this book, doesn't really matter, <laughs> kills Blackout in jail, and New York is safe. Those people come. They're all here to fight Cap now. And they're still horribly outnumbered. Because? <laughs> because it's all of Hydra. Well, they destroyed them. They beat the heck out of the Hydra team. Hydra's like endless. They got a million. Not like the Avengers shirt, but like Hydra's is people to spare. Uh, they beat them hand. But at this point, Hydra Supreme enters his final form. He stole one of Tony's suits and made it way cooler. <laughs> way cooler. Way cooler. So it's like Iron Hydra Supreme. Uh, the and Civil it's Warrior. Insane. It's so good. It's so neat. Namor and brings Bucky in. Because Bucky wasn't dead. I didn't know Bucky was dead. 
Yeah, Zemo what strapped him to a rocket and like launched it, and then it blew up again. I assume that's happened. Yeah, before. it. Yeah, well, the last time he was trying to like save something, got stuck on the rocket, and the rocket blew up. This time he oh, was yeah. strapped to the rocket. That's funny. Yeah, it was either in Steve Rogers Cap or Thunderbolts. I forget exactly which book. It happened. But it did happen, and I was like, dead. oh my god, no! He's not dead. Pretty sure I texted you the panel, where I'm like, no! You 100% did. <laughs> he's so, not dead. And he's not dead. They, but He's back. He's not a huge part of this issue, unfortunately. In the middle of Steve's chest, in Hydra Cap, is, a, is part of three-fourths of the, the cube. cube. So he has the power of a god. He can do whatever he mm-hmm. wants. And he just... Iron Man punches the ground and resets reality to how he, yep. to in his mind, the right reality. And Wilson, the whole time he was doing this underground railroad, he was not wearing his cap stuff. He's like, I, I'm not. It's a whole thing. He's like, no, people need Captain America back. The people need to see that symbol. So he puts everything on. It's about at this time that they come back. Rogers comes back. Yeah. Actual Steve Rogers. Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. But then so, he comes back into Fight Hydra Supreme. It hasn't happened yet. Because <sighs> Steve punches the ground. Everybody's reset. So, like, all the heroes who were just fighting Steve are now Nazis. They're all on Hydra's side. Except for Scott Lang, Bucky, and Sam. And the only reason they were saved is because they know the truth. They know that they... And, oh, they had a Cosmic Cube piece. They had the last Cosmic Cube fragment. Mm-hmm. And so, Sam gives... Him the fragment says, "Here you go, Steve. Hail Hydra! I'm on your side." And Steve's like, "Well, smart decision." What he doesn't know is on the cube are Scott Lang and Bucky, in like atom sized. Yeah. And he puts it in his chest. So now the cube is all together, but Bucky has traveled down to like subatomic level. Goes into the cube. That's when he pulls Steve out. He pulls the real Steve out, and then real Steve in full armor. The, the cube explodes. Kobik's like, what's up? I'm back. And real Steve and Hydra Steve fight. And it's so metal. And it's a whole issue of just metal. It's, it's so, so sick. sick. They they do the classic Civil War cover with Steve Rogers with the shield and Hydra Supreme with the repulsor blast. I would have read oh just 100 God. pages of this. Just this fight. It, it was, was so, so sick. sick. Obviously, it. real Cap wins. And takes down Hydra Cap. And he gives um, Sam back the shield. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, this is yours. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his. It isn't mine. It's yours, Sam. And Sam's like, oh, gee, thanks. But he like, doesn't talk like that. <laughs> so Kobik resets the world. Yeah, because she just wanted everyone to play together nicely. And that did not she's happen. she's a little girl. She's a little girl who was brainwashed by Red Skull, so is I, the other thing. Because so um, that same cube previously, at some year, maybe... 1980-something, who knows. Red Skull had the cube, and it was his most prized possession. He, like, talked to it creepy. So the cube has become sentient and remembers that. So she does everything Red Skull would say. She believes everything Red Skull would say. So she's also been brainwashed by Red Skull. It's really terrifying. (laughs) It's messed up. Yeah. But what Kobik doesn't fix is the dead. She doesn't fix the destruction. She fixes everything. She takes away the hydraness, but she leaves the scars in order for us to learn. Mm-hmm. And the book ends there with, like, people are starting to go back to normal. And there's the Omega issue. Yeah. Omega is largely... It's similar to, like, Civil War, The Confession. It reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, that's exactly... I think it's supposed to. 
where Real, Tone, Real Steve meets up with Hydra Cap, and they talk, and Hydra Cap's like, mm, here's the thing, man. A lot of people liked being Hydra. It's just a matter of time before they go back. And trust me, I'm not going anywhere. So there's like a real evil t- a cap. There's a real, yes. Yeah. And it's here to stay. I'm excited for that. That could be a really cool storyline in the future. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole book. Obviously, we left out a ton of detail, a ton of nuance, but you've got to, if you thought this was interesting at all, read this book. If your interest is at all peaked, definitely go out and pick it up. Uh, in fact, right now on Comixology, I know like we do get brick and mortar. If you can't get to a store, though, let's say you live in an area where you cannot get this, and that which we understand it happens. This book right now, when I paid for it, it was only I think it was seven dollars for five hundred pages. In stores, it's only nineteen, like a like a, a physical copy. Nineteen bucks for five hundred pages of entertainment. That seems incredibly low. Right, buy it, worth it, because <laughs> the price might go up. Yeah, and we're this is also we're recording this days before it comes out, so who's to say what the price level will be when it actually when this episode is released. We're oh, recording right. this days before. Right, my bad. Uh, I think I meant before the trade came out. No, no, no. Um, it's it's a good book. It is not my trash. If you like Marvel, it's great. If I give like, it an A triple plus. I love absolutely. this book to pieces. Es- it's got all of John's trash. Espionage, Bucky. Captain America, Bucky. Captain America, Bucky. Superior Octopus. It's all of John's trash. <laughs> it's all there. Is it a bad book? Not even close. It is fantastic. It's just a lot. I just would like my own Topher Grace cut event. Um, <laughs> but it's good. It's, it's worth reading. I'd say definitely 7.5 out of 10 for me. It's just that the length really hurt it. I gave it a 10. It's like Superior Spider-Man to where they made this book for probably a small part of the audience, but that audience is John. 100% me. Yes. <laughs> It is very good. It's worth reading. So uh, we are doing something different next week. We'll talk about that in the outro. In the outro. Yeah, let me finish. A little late there, John. Hey. That's a podcast this week, John. I'm a little tired. I'm not going to do the whole... That's a podcast this week, John. Just kidding. I did it anyway. I hope I scared somebody. Couldn't leave us stranded. I hope I scared somebody. Um, <laughs> good uh, good week. Good episode. Good issue. Uh, good trade. I really liked it. Um, like I said, it was just the length that kind of killed me. Um, but again, if you're at all curious, pick it up. It's well worth especially it. Especially now. The holiday. There's been a lot of holiday sales at a lot of places, so it's worth it. Um, next week. We are not doing anything, actually. We're taking one week off because I have a lot of personal stuff I need to do and I cannot record next week. We will jump back, though, in two weeks with a book. And we will tell you what that book is on our social media. Uh, oh, no. We right. doing are a doing variant. a variant. That's right. In two weeks, we'll do a variant. So, even better, please send us your questions. Tweet at us. Put it on Facebook. We'll, we'll put out a thread. But... If there's anything you want to hear about, if you want to know what's going on in this universe, if you want us to debate something, if you want us to cast a movie, please let us know. We'll come up with some ideas of our own, but we love having your input. It, yeah, absolutely. It helps drive us. So, please, any ideas, there is no bad ideas. We can talk about what we want to talk about, but we don't know if you want to hear that, necessarily. Facts. So, super facts. Super there, facts. There is no bad suggestions. At all. We can, if there's something that you're not sure about, you have like a fledgling of an idea, let us know. We can maybe help flush it out. It's true. And to go with that, how was the uh, retreat I suggested? I didn't go. The No, you didn't go? I didn't get a chance yet. I, I had you didn't new, check out the Indigo? Well, no, I had this new student start this last week. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Awful. How is that? Awful? Yeah. She's a little girl. Her name's um, Ko... Kodak, Kobik. I don't remember. Honestly, I, I just can't remember a lot. But just... She's very persuasive. And she likes to tell people what to do and how to, like, be. And I don't know. I just... Um, to be 100% transparent, I have something going on next week that I'm going to, like, start... Uh, you know, I'm just going to start, like, giving these loud speeches. And I'm getting excited. Well, you know, you're also wearing a lot of green. I like green. It's a good color. Um, uh, all right. Well, that's podcast week. Uh, Hail Hydra. J- J- Jeremy, that's two hard H's. You c- can't do that. Follow us on Twitter at Talk and Trades. You can follow Jeremy at LizardKing27 and John at MaesterLaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. Also find us on Facebook at Talk and Trades. All music provided by BenSound.com. Remember, we're not experts, we're fans.